0: I just told God, what else do you got? I'm ready. I'm I'm seriously ready. If you if you send someone to, you know, break my knees or something, I'm still gonna have the All right, no, <laughs> no but like seriously, I'm still gonna have the will in me, the drive in me. Welcome to the Value Vault Podcast, where we discuss mindset, personal growth, and lessons learned along the way that relate to life and business. We hope you enjoy and subscribe.
1: Hey guys. So we're back from our vacation. We did take a little break. Sometimes you need to take a break and shoot back up. But today is a really cool and fun topic. Yep. It's intentions. The power, the importance, the amazingness of intentions and just its results. So let's talk about it. Yeah. This is an exciting one. Tell me about intentions.
0: So speaking of intentions, I did tell you a bit before... We started this podcast episode. And (laughs) so I actually began my morning today. This is the first time ever I began my morning saying today's intentions. Now, what that means is I was saying what today I wanted to feel and expect and see. And I believe when you do that, you set that within your subconscious mind and it becomes a program in you to. Expect and feel a certain way about today and you begin to really attract that stuff into your life now or In the near future,
1: you know, I feel like this is kind of crazy, but so for most so for the people who don't know Nick and I have been together for a while now <laughs> and Like constantly throughout those years that we've been together. We've actually have seen each other every single day like since we've met and and Usually what happens with that is when you spend so much time with one person or a group you subconsciously become very much alike. But during this vacation that we ended up taking, I noticed a really big shift in intention between both of us. Not in our relationship, but in business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, no 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 no. So what I mean by this is I went into vacation with the intention like I had set the intention for myself to actually enjoy and be present in vacation so what i did was like as soon as it started like i remember the first two days like we woke up super early i woke up with you. usually nick wakes up at like four in the morning i usually wake up around five or six but that time i woke up early with you and i started t- taking all my tasks everything that i could do i finished it mm-hmm. and i even told you i was like I'm glad I got these big things out of the way. Like, I contacted everybody that we had met at networking events the past 2 weeks. I organized the contact cards. I I revitalized the website. I took back parts of the funnels. I there was all these certain things I had to do that I wasn't doing that I was like, "Let me finish it. Let me get it out of the way." Mm-hmm. You know, my intention wasn't to be productive. It was to be present in my vacation. So my mind took that as finish what you have to do now. So you don't worry about it later, and I felt like your intention was, "This is my time to catch up," right? And so throughout the vacation, you obviously like you had that routine: constantly wake up, work on the business, midday work on the business, here and there, bring up ideas, which is fine. But there was that moment where we both were kind of disaligned because there wasn't the right amount of communication, which is why it's so important to communicate your intentions within Mm. business within your employees your family like why are you doing the way you're you're doing things like why are you acting a certain way people can't read minds even people who study behavior as much as they do at the end of the day we're human things change Mm -hmm. your your mindset like one second to the next you can be completely aiming for something different and it's not a negative thing we were just on different pages right because usually the intention was it was a little different than usual You know but I think it was kind of interesting and cool how my intention was to be present in the vacation and my mind tailored that Mm -hmm. to how can you personally do that and my way of doing it was finish as much as you can in the beginning so you don't have to do that much throughout the vacation like that was my mind it wasn't drop everything and then just enjoy it was finish as much as you can yeah
0: my intention on the vacation was because we, we do watch different you know like trainings no, and well videos yeah, yeah. sometimes and that's understandable but it's like I have this so fixed in my mind of habits yeah positive good habits that improve your life your well-being your income your happiness your health everything and habits are so important to me so when I was still on vacation I didn't want to wake up at four. Yeah. but i still made myself do it and i didn't want to do work in the morning but i still made myself do it because that is where mental toughness comes into play within my mind if i'm not mentally tough then someone else's who who is my competition is exceeding faster stronger and better than me and i don't want that to happen to us yeah, so my yeah, intentions on the vacation was of course enjoy the vacation the beach enjoy our time together but also continue the habit of waking up at 4 a.m getting my three major tasks done within that morning. And sometimes during the day or towards the night, I work on some more stuff because my mind has like these crazy ideas and thoughts and what I should get done so we can be up there and be more effective uh, within our business. But it was really how I was thinking, I think, very long-term play. Mm. I think in a very long-term stance and mindset of, hey, I know I'm gonna be uncomfortable and I know this sucks to do this on vacation, but I'm gonna enjoy my time on vacation, but I'm still gonna work because in the long run, I don't want being at the beach to be just a vacation thing, but I want to live at the beach permanently. Yeah. I remember I told you that, you were like, like, baby, we need just take time to ourselves because this is our time, it's vacation. I'm like, I understand, but and then this is where you understood me. The communication came clear yeah. and my intention was like, Carmen, I'm working so hard at the beach because I don't want this beach moment to be just a moment, just a vacation, just a one-time temporary thing once a year. I want this to be year-round, living at the beach, doing our work. That's what I want to do, but it's also I didn't really know how to separate that business and personal life. But as we communicate and understand our intentions and what we're doing within our personal life and our business, we can finally understand each other.
1: Yeah. And and I feel like that was when we were able to take both intentions and lift both of them up at the same time. Like I was like, I understood you and why you're pushing so much in the business, but I was also able to help you and you were able to help me. Like I was able to say like, Hey, you know, like we're not working on business right now. So vacation time, like, Relax. It's time to divulge kind of moment. Or, okay, it's business time. Like, yeah, you do business. I'm going to read or I'm going to catch up on this. Like, I feel like, again, like, communication. I think that's literally, what's stronger than a key? (laughs) Like, I hate seeing, like, the cliche, like, communication is key. uh,
0: No, it's like a strong foundation that everyone needs to help them improve and uh accelerate their personal and business life literally if you don't know how to uh go to your family and just tell them that you love them they're not going to know that you love them i mean it's like a lot of our fathers fathers go around and they say like they're they're really tough on us this and that and they never say they love us and then we're just like do you actually love us and like of course i do you're my kid (laughs) that's not kind of bad but, but it's like it's like that it's like Parents, how like when is it gonna be the time that you actually show that you love your kids?
1: I just I say it. There's there's another thing, right? Like mm-hmm. intention and in words, and and I think this plays into what we talked about and had a really big discussion over when it came to like for example the law of attraction. Right? There's people <clears throat> who are diehards for law of attraction. There are people who don't believe it. They think it's heebie jeebie stuff. Whatever you think it is, at the end of the day, I. In my mind, I, I explained it to you how for it to work for me, and again, I, I'm still learning. There's still processes. I mm-hmm. still want to hear more people talk about it because it's it's so big to talk about it. But for me, it was really like, what are you attract into your life? And the words that I'm saying because you know, there are people who have said for years it's always, you have to say it in present tense. you have to say it as though it's already happened you have mm. to say it like like that you know like like um i have a million dollars or i have the biggest mindset coaching business in the world fastest growing blah 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 like i remember we had yeah. this conversation yeah and in my mind i was saying i will have this i or if for feeling wise i would be like I am fulfilled I am this but when it came to goals like I was saying I will I will I will because in my mind and working through my like anxiety of not seeing progress the only way for me to connect positive thoughts with positive thoughts was saying I will be there it was me accepting the fact that it's going to happen in the moment that it will happen that is ready for it to happen that was just how my intention behind those simple words i will Mm -hmm. was working and of course there is power behind like i am i will
0: uh I i earn i am to be
1: yeah like but again it's like what is that intention i do i will do i i'll think about it like there are so much like for example i think about i'll think about it right most people all think about it is like it's never gonna happen mm-hmm. but if you're a person who has that reputation that will do it that intention is different mm-hmm. right you meet somebody and they're like and you're like can you do me this favor and they're like yeah I'll, uh, let me think about it real quick i'll get back to you you know in your heart you trust them like it'll be okay they mm-hmm. have my back but there are other people you're like i can't no you know what i'm gonna do it myself i can't right it's like you also feel that intention of somebody Mm.
0: it's like that intuition yeah of people's intention
1: intention create is created by the energy you portray behind again
0: objects words anything
1: uh like like we always say like it sounds so funny to say it but it's true languages are in words they're just man-made things Mm -hmm. like the way we're pronouncing things, whether it's in English and Spanish, I speak English and Spanish, I was learning French in high school. Excuse me. It's like, it's just different sounds, different ways our mouths move, right? It's it's not necessarily, if you want to say it, it's not real. Mm-hmm. It's real like because we're using it, but it's not real as in, I could start making random noises and tell somebody I'm speaking a language and they would believe me
0: yeah so like just like you're saying or babies languages are made up yeah. they're created by humans and the real intention is by the energy behind it yeah so if you say like i will do it or i'm doing it it's like it has a different surrounding like ener-
1: yeah, energy yeah energy field around that it's just like when you're hang again you hang around with people all the time and there's certain groups of people you'll hang around and it's like you just feel drained at the end Or there's people who you hang around and it's just, you feel so amazing, energized. Or if you feel tired at the end, it's a good tired. Like, oh my God, that was an awesome day. Like, the intention those people have towards you, you can always feel. It's just, here's the thing. Our sense of control as human beings will detach us from those feelings. Mm -hmm. That's why they say, like, those things where it's like, I had a feeling about it, but you didn't follow it,
0: Mm.
1: right? I had a feeling about those people, but you didn't follow it. Because our sense of control, if our minds can have even a little bit of control of something when we don't have control of something else, we're going to grasp it. Yep. Like, uh, uh, for example, there's been a bunch of cases where it's a child who grows up with very, very, very strict parents a lot of the times they grow up and they want to make their own choices so so badly they end up making a lot of bad choices mm-hmm. because it's the easiest ones they can grasp It's the easiest one they can contr- control. control
0: and going back to like the parents thing, like when parents are harder than their kids the kids only see what is being physically shown they don't see the intention behind it but the parents know so it's just like if a like a mom is yelling at their kid I don't want you to quit your sports. (laughs) Um, I don't want you to quit your sports. The kid sees it as, why is my mom yelling at me? Why does she not want to let me do what I love and do what I want to do and make my own choice? But the mom's intention is to make sure that their kid is not a quitter, that they don't give up and that they continue to go on throughout the stress, throughout the ups and downs, throughout the most terrible and toughest moments that they keep persisting.
1: And and again, a parent, like, and you grow as you get it sounds funny but as you get older you do appreciate your parents like you seriously do you realize like in the long run they were watching out for you when they told you not to hang out with that set of friends or not to go out somewhere like whatever but the difference is like the most frustrating part and I can see this because just growing up with my siblings and trying to teach them things it's if you're not constantly communicating why you're making certain decisions Mm -hmm. and i know i know the feeling of well i'm the adult why why do i have to explain myself if your boss is demanding you to go left and right and up and down and stay overnight and go over top but they don't explain to you hey i really want you to get that promotion so keep on working. Like, I'm, I am can't tell you this, but hey, I'm I'm working on getting you that promotion. If you don't tell someone that, they're just going to hate their boss forever, mm-hmm. right? It's the same thing with a kid. If a kid doesn't understand that a parent is doing something, a parent, a sibling, a teacher, a coach, if you don't explain, like, hey, I'm making you do this so that you can have this result, or so that you can continue doing this or so that you can thrive, if there is no positive given, like, how are they supposed to know?
0: It's like when we have these like long nights when we work and we're like super, like we're being productive, getting everything done, it's great, we knock them all out, but then it comes to running. (laughs) It comes to working out and we're like, oh, I don't know, but it's like, I've developed a strong habit of mental toughness to always work out every morning, every day, every night. And once it hits that moment, like I even said to us today, we're running tonight. I don't care what we feel, what we think, what we say, or what our emotions are in that current moment we're running no matter what okay. and I didn't tell you this but my intention is to stay in shape okay. to keep callousing our mind as to what David Goggins says you keep callousing your mind keep building your mind keep strengthening strengthening it so it can get passed through anything and mental toughness is really defined by doing what you know you should be doing even though you don't feel like it yeah I don't feel like running but I'm gonna do it I don't feel like working out but I'm gonna do it I don't feel like sitting down and focusing for 12 hours a day, being productive, doing our work, getting shit done and out of the way, but I did it. Mm-hmm. And that's where the intention, and you really have to communicate that part of the intention of your, like, I remember one time I was like, baby, we got to run tonight. You're like, but why? I want to, like, do stuff. <laughs> I want to watch a movie, this and that. And we were just going back and forth, and then it came out, my communication error was, I want us to be physically fit. I want us yeah. to be tough. Because if we can push through this exact moment of not feeling like it then we could get passed through anything
1: yeah and you know lately it's been that and I think it was really quick this is a really awesome intention I think we both set during a vacation mode where for the first well the last the last few days before we got like three days before we left, I kept repeating to us like every vacation we had said, that we break habits. Well, let's create new ones mm. for this one. And, you know, I really do believe, I don't know about you, maybe it was just me, but I do really believe that the constant, at least working out, doing an ab workout, doing a quick little hit workout, aside from our regular cardio, like running or whatever, doing that consistently at least once a day, like every single day was built over that vacation. Yeah. Just constantly doing it and it's not like a second thought but there's also like a couple intentions i like with working out lately like i went back to the one where it's like where you like look in the mirror and you look at yourself and you say and you spot only the good things right like Mm -hmm. like oh i'm starting to see my abs or oh look at my arms are getting smaller or oh my i'm getting more toned or Mm -hmm. oh my skin is tightening like instead of complaining constantly and looking at the mirror and making that negative connection because I feel like I started to make that, again, negative connection to my image. And I was like, no, like I cannot wake up every day in the morning, look in the mirror and be disappointed because that will just lead to, I'm going to have ripped abs and toned arms and a jacked back and I'm still going to not be satisfied. We Mm -hmm. went through that phase. We went through the phase of, Lifting weights and power lifting and having these amazing bodies and still hating it. Yep. Because we kept that habit of criticizing so hard at the mirror. And instead, I've been giving that positive intention towards my body. And it influences me even more to work out, to want to continue working out. You see results. You tell yourself you see results and you continue doing it. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
0: But yeah, that was like actually, this was actually my first vacation. I kept my habit. And... Yeah. I know it's on the vacation I was like because you made us like uh he's like egg burritos It was so good like for <laughs> breakfast and I'm like damn like I really need to work out before I eat I always do that mm-hmm. but it's like I came to I came to a uh, conclusion and to take notice that as long as I do it in the morning I'm keeping my habit up so I still ate that burrito that egg burrito but it was so good it, it was good and I, I was like depleted. Like, I had no energy. I only had coffee. So I was like jittery as hell. But I ate that sandwich and I gave it 30 minutes, you know, to digest a bit because it wasn't a lot. And then I worked out. Instead of. How do you say this? You know what I mean? It's like, like instead of going in order, step one, step two, step three, every single fucking day, you're saying, hey, I'm at step one, I'm at step two. I have to get to step three. But if I go to step four and I go back to step three, I'll be okay.
1: Do you remember what I said? I was like you are at your most powerful state with your habits or you Mm -hmm. know you've got it down when you don't do it for a while or maybe it's just a little out of like the ordinary but you're okay with it and you still go back to that habit you know like even even if let's say for whatever reason Throughout the seven days on vacation, you didn't work out. But when we came back, you ran again that same the next day. The fact that you took a break from a habit and you went straight back to it yep. is still like, that means you have it down. Because you were able to tell your brain, aside from the fact of comfortability, that you can turn that switch back on. That's how you know you have a habit down. When you can stop it for just... A certain amount of time or like you said, it gets out of order mm-hmm. and you don't let that bother you so much so that you're like, "Well, now I have to start over and mm-hmm. starting over is amazing, but most people have that in a negative turn, a negative connotation in their mind and that makes them stop completely. Like how many people start over in a diet and they're like, so excited in the beginning, but then three days later, they're like, well, I might as well eat a Pop-Tart.
0: Mm-hmm. You no, know, yeah. we should continue to do Andy Frizzella's seventy five day hard challenge. Yeah. I remember in the past really when we tried nice it one. our first time two years ago when when we were still studying mindset, but our mindsets weren't developed as yeah. you know strong as today. But I just remember we were like we go on like days and days and then we end up breaking it and then we quit. And this is what the topic I wanted to get to. It's a lot of things I've like my I've calloused my mind so much to being mentally tough where if I know, like, for example, I open a drawer downstairs and I leave the drawer open, I'm going to force myself to walk back downstairs and close it. Yeah. Because now it's in my mind, I finish what I start. You know what's mine? And what?
1: It's dishes. Yeah. It's like, my my biggest thing is, if I'm going to make food, especially in a house that is not mine, I don't care if the homeowner is like, all right, I got it. Like, no. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wash my dishes before I even sit down and eat. Like, in my mind, I've gotten in my head, like, that's rude. Go go, f- finish what you started, wash your dishes, and then go eat. I think that's just a habit that I've started that is kind of like what you're saying.
0: And I want to say this again, but mental toughness to me is eliminating and not even letting the bad habits sit in and come to my mind. Because once you, like I said, you leave that drawer open, Who knows what that can lead to? You leave that drawer open, that becomes a habit of, you leave your dresser drawer open and your socks are everywhere and then you leave your bed undone because you just don't feel like it in the morning. Or you go in the shower and you leave your towel on the ground. Like the common denominator in that was leaving. Leaving it open, leaving it on the ground, leaving it everywhere. And once you form that bad habit, it's hard to break because bad habits are harder to break than making good habits. I mean, wait, no. Well yeah, that is true. But making good habits is hard, but breaking bad habits is also hard. That's what I was trying to say. And I
1: think you was saying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, no, I know I got I confused it a little bit. But making good habits is hard and it comes with a price of sacrifice and hard work and effort and grind. Self-discipline and accountability. That is mental toughness. Yep. It's not allowing the bad habits to settle in your mind.
1: Yeah. I love that photo. I think we posted it. Maybe you posted it, I think, on social media. It's funny. We have, like, the same accounts for everything because it's just all business. There's, if there's something personal, it's probably business, and we put it on there. Mm-hmm. But what was it? Oh, yeah. It was, like, you know how, like, you can turn on on iPhone, like, the, like, off and on little digits? like. Um, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And it said on top, it said, Discipline. And on the bottom, it said motivation. Mm -hmm. And discipline was off and motivation was on. I mean, discipline was on (laughs) and motivation was off. And it just really goes to show, like, you can be motivated every single day. But that day that just not even a YouTube video from your favorite motivational speaker can't get you back up. Mm -hmm. You are the only person that will get you through those moments. You are the only person that gets you through every single day or the hardest days where you just you don't know.
0: I love talking about this topic. motivation because motivation, it's great. You watch David Goggins, David Goggins, you watch Tony Robbins. Uh, you, a lot of these uh, motivational speakers, right? The thing is is that they have their own set of problems that they've dealt with and now they're communi- communicating it to us, the public uh, online and but we have our own set of problems. So like Carmen said, that one motivational video or thousands you see can't even help you through your day because you have a totally different set of problems, and it sucks. But motivation is a temporary, uh, quick fix magic pill. It feels good in a moment, but it doesn't last you because you can't make that direct emotional connection.
1: And if you think about it again, connecting this back to intention, if you were saying, if you're one of those people right now who are saying like. Oh, but like every time I get down, like I can go back to a video and it'll just push me through. The reason that is happening is because the intention is your in your mind, you are connecting it to your story. Mm-hmm. For example, in the times where I feel kind of anxious or I overthink or for something in the business, maybe I'm impatient. You know what song gets me? Hmm. It gets me going. I think it's. Is it the Nicki Minaj? N- oh. No. <laughs> uh, I think it's a million dreams. It's the one from. Dude, I remember
0: we listened to that on vacation, and I cried too.
1: Yeah, a million dreams. Yeah, like, I, I don't the, cry,
0: but it's like the way. It was the intention you said. It,
1: that's what I'm trying to tell right now. The it was it just so people know it's a million dreams from the, that circus movie. Yeah. I, uh. oh my gosh
0: gosh. it was the the greatest showman the
1: greatest showman yeah that song and the reason why is because my mind connects it to all of the dreams and all of the hard-working days and choosing to do things every single day no matter how hard it was no matter how exhausting it was no matter if we didn't have the typical young adult life of hanging out you know how many times I had a, I just I purposefully just I'm sorry if you're hearing this and we're friends in high school and I told my friends from high school like when we graduated because we've been in business even before we graduated high school I was telling them, like hey I yeah I can't hang out I just I can't or oh yeah let me look at my schedule and I just in my mind I would not accept doing that because I didn't see productivity in that moment and giving up small family events or giving up Money, uh, like it it didn't matter, like going into debt, going into crazy moments, fighting for our relationship, working towards the businesses, like every single hard moment was worth it because of those million dreams we had Mm -hmm. to make it happen.
0: It's like, it was like getting shot at multiple angles. <laughs> no, like It's like, we're settling like- <laughs> this problem, and then another problem shoots me in the back, and I'm like, hey, stop, and then shoots me in the ankle. And it's like, we try, to, we try to be octopuses. We try to have all these arms to fix all our problems, but we have to handle one at a time. And like you said, the intention of that song, One Million Dreams, really got us because it made us realize, like, holy shit, dude. It's only been like three years together, and we've, it felt like we went through hell. Like, and, seriously, like... Like, like <laughs> I don't even want to share, like, what we went through. And it's not... I don't want a sob story. No, I'm not, I, know. I don't I'm not a, a person name. that shares a sob story and wants everyone to, like, kiss my ass and cry for me. But it was just, like, you realize in that... Well, realize in that song of everything we've been through together and everything we overcame together. Yeah. And we're still here together, bigger and fucking tougher and mentally stronger and mentally tough. And that's what yeah. made me so proud. And that's why I actually being became very emotional in that song because it showed me how powerful you really can be. It really no matter, takes
1: a hundred million No matter if dreams. demons
0: or the devil or people come and try to break your knees and break your spirit down and say the most hurtful things to you and just don't have any imagination towards you in your life and they don't believe in you. But it's those moments where that, that flashes back to my mind and like the, the crazy crap that I remember like my grandfather dying and these hard moments of stuff but it's just like you like it just made me realize the the ruts and the
1: the depth of everything the depth
0: of everything way below sea level at where no one can find us and it was just felt like we were drowning for so long but we're swimming now we're above the surface level and we're about to fly in a helicopter
1: (laughs) and not just that it's it's like even at the darkest moments what will get you out is seriously remembering why you're doing it. Whatever your why is in that moment, it'll get you through it. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying, like, earlier, if you hadn't continued talking, I think I was going to start crying.
0: <laughs> like, and that's okay and, to cry. No,
1: of course it's okay to cry. It's I was just, about to start. <laughs> we're just going to be bawling on here. But um, what I was saying is, in the end, like, just how that song is quote-unquote motivation or inspiration. It's only powerful enough to push me through because my intention behind it is to remember every single hard and frustrating and crazy Hurtful, moment. Sad. sad depressing. Like, all of those on, yeah. feelings and reminding myself we got through that. And we got through that for a reason. Because we have that dream. Mm -hmm. Those dreams that we want to make happen. Whether that's retiring our parents, getting our dream place, or getting an army of dachshunds, and (laughs) creating a foundation to help people. Like, Trust me, one day we'll come out here and we'll tell you our stories. But it's just we really do have that big mind as in things will happen at their own time. And again, when we're ready to tell... It'll happen, and that should be for everybody. Like, things will align as they go, whatever ends up happening.
0: You know, that's one thing. It, it was hard for me to do, but this one moment, I think, it was around that song came on, mm-hmm. reliving the experiences we went through, and then it's like, okay, we're fine, we're okay. Yeah. But it's like, I came in terms and I talked to God. I said, God, oh, it's been a journey. <laughs> These past three years felt, felt like. Like a million years of just like some pain and crap. But it's like, thank you, God, for those troubling, most challenging, horrific moments. But I'm glad I pushed myself through it and thank you for doing that. But I'm ready for more. What else do you got? And that's when I realized I was mentally fucking tough because I was like, God, what else do you have in store for me? I'm ready to make that commitment to take these challenges head on because I'm ready for it. I'm ready to fail, I'm ready to learn so I can succeed. Because I know in my mind in order to succeed you must fail. In order to fail, you must have success at the end. But mm-hmm. I just I told God in that very moment I said, God, I'm gonna be patient from this moment on. I'm gonna stop rushing things. I'm gonna let life flow and ride the wave instead of going against the mm-hmm. current and messing up the flow of progress we already made previously. And yep. I just told God, What else do you got? I'm ready. I'm I'm seriously ready. If you if you send someone to, you know, break my knees or something, I'm still gonna have the all right, I'm, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I'm still gonna have the will in me, the drive in me to do what 99% of people would never do. I, I want to consider myself in the top 1% of being mentally fucking tough and putting myself out there and doing whatever it takes because my grandfather told my cousin and he told me before he passed was to never be scared of anybody but God.
1: And you know, what's the craziest thing? What do I always say? you are at your most powerful state when you know you can fail or you will succeed and you're okay with either decision yep because no matter what if you're not afraid that means you're confident enough in yourself that no matter what is thrown at you you'll figure it out Mm -hmm. it's it's whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen as much as we want to control the fucking world we cannot but that's okay
0: there was a, a quote on Instagram. I remember I showed you. I think we did post it. And uh, it was, if I'm opening the doors and allowing myself to fail, I'm opening the doors of the possibilities of success.
1: Mm, I like that one. If
0: you open yourself up to failure, you stop having the fear of failure. You're, you have this... You're, you're oh, just... Eliminating the fear of failing, maybe looking bad in other people's eyes. Uh, you know, maybe tripping while you're public speaking on stage or saying the wrong thing to someone and they end up not going in your program, okay? The thing is, is that you have to fail and you have to learn and you have to succeed at the end. If you know you're failing, then you know you're going to succeed.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: if you don't allow yourself to fail, how do you expect to succeed?
1: Or if you allow the failure to happen, but you do not take the steps to learn, if you do not take the steps to learn what happened when you failed or why you failed you're just you're waiting for the rest that's a perfect recipe to continue failing that is the most essential step after failing if you want to succeed you go do whatever you're doing succeed or fail if you fail learn about it what did you do what what did you do wrong what can you do better that reflection moment after something like that happens is so vital because that's how you grow that is if you fail and you don't do anything about it that's like wasting a golden coin mm. like seriously failure is a golden coin just waiting to be pawned like
0: and that's what i learned from brian tracy i love watching these videos you're just like you can't do everything one time and that's where mm-hmm. the rule of three came in where you have to do it three times because you get better at it when you fail. Mm-hmm. And I saw this picture on Instagram and it said, or it, it showed a picture of a guy carrying a stack of concrete slabs and they were labeled failure. Those mm-hmm. were people who had the fixed mindset, people who were unsuccessful because what did they do? They just carried their failures with, and that was the concrete slabs just weighing them down. They kept piling on top of them. It was on their shoulders, on their heads. But then... The other person, a successful individual, had the—he f- was walking up the steps of failure to success. He was using the failure concrete slabs to build steps to success. And it's crazy if you think about it. That the statistic is—is is that how many times, Carmen? How many times do you actually think that people try?
1: Try. Like in the world?
0: Tried anything
1: trying
0: how many times do you think people try like once <laughs> it's less than one. Zero. people usually see the sight yeah. of that big goal of hey i want to make a million dollars or hey i'm going to be the biggest influencer in the world what is it? they don't even take the step to even do that because they think too gradually they overthink they overanalyze they're over everything
1: it's like that, uh, it's, it's a photo. And I remember we shared it too. And I want to remake it. It's really cool. So there's two stands. You're going to know this one. It's two stands. One is like the, the effort to dream. And there was like a really long line. I'm, I'm just paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. The effort to dream. And everybody lines up because they're all, they're all ready to dream. And it says the effort to make the dream happen. And there was mm-hmm. nobody. Like zero right. people.
0: Oh, and man. I was just like, there you go. People yeah. will try less than one times to actually make it happen. That's the biggest thing, even with our clients and people we talk to, they always, they know what mindset is most, like some of them do, but the biggest thing is the implementation yeah. and taking the fucking action and being mentally tough, holding yourself accountable. You know, if you make a wrong decision, if you develop a bad habit, you stop yourself and say, Hey motherfucker, get back in line. You know, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. Or you know you're supposed to do this and but you, and you don't feel like it but you still do it anyways. And that's where the people where people draw that line of being unsuccessful and being successful because they don't know how to, you know, get over that bridge.
1: Yeah, and and it Oh, I had something in my mind. It was what were we talking about? You said <laughs> I was that's okay. But yeah, gathering it all together, it's just, it's crazy because at the end of the day, if you really have an intention to make a dream happen, you're not just going to sit there and dream about it. You're going to make it happen. You're going to go through the struggle. You're going to go through the ups and downs. You're going to, you're going to make it. You know, I think that's one of my favorite things to tell people. It's like, you're, you're doing it right. And if you really think about it, just think about this. Of course, we're human. We do weird. Things and things go wrong and whatever but every decision you make is still the right decision mm-hmm. it's not like you can turn back time and take it back yep. at that point in time it's like you've made this decision it, and I'm saying every decision is right because no matter what that decision is going to take you to a path that you're meant to be on mm-hmm. you know it may not be, like, result-wise what you wanted, but you just don't know where that can take you. And I think that's another part. Again, it goes back to the control issues. Like, people are so afraid of what hasn't even happened yet. They're so worried. Ab- it's like that quote, right? It's like, you're so worried about tomorrow that you've already wasted today. Mm. And, again, I don't know where I got that from. I just made that up in my head. But that was, like, pretty good. <laughs> you know,
0: my quote <laughs> I love this quote. Just listen to this. Today's struggle is tomorrow's strength.
1: Hey, guys, real quick. If you're new to the podcast, check out our 90-minute power sessions, coaching programs, social media posts, blogs, and the recorded podcast on our YouTube. Hundreds of hours of training, certifications, multiple figures, and so much passion was put into what we do so we're able to serve as many people as possible the best way we can. Making the choice to develop a growth mindset allows you to create extraordinary businesses and lives in order to save mass amount of time, money, and mental clarity. So that's what we do. Don't forget to keep an eye out for up and coming workshops. Go check it out. Let's get back to the show. Mm, I like that one.
0: Just think about that quote for a minute. Today's struggle is tomorrow's strength. The work you put in today, the struggle that you endure today, gives you the strength tomorrow to carry on to live on mm. purposefully
1: or that one i think for oh no what's his name ford henry ford henry ford said this he said and don't quote me on this because <laughs> i might say it wrong but it was it's very similar or it's exactly but it was something like today is the yesterday you worried no today is the tomorrow You worried about yesterday. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, today is the tomorrow you worried about yesterday.
0: It sounds confusing, but it's like you had to say it a couple times to understand that.
1: And it's very interesting to think about because whether you take it in a goal stance or even people who are afraid to live to the next day, you're alive. You made it. You're another day in. Like You have the next 24 hours to make it like you got it like just think about it 24 hours what is that like 60 times 24 that's too much whatever i'm not ready for that right now i remember somebody broke it down into seconds and it's like the bigger you yeah cardone's really big on breaking things down like realizing how much you have of something if you ever feel like you don't have the time of day excuse me yes you do you do have time of day It's just, you're not using that time right. It's like Ed Milet, you know, he he literally, he says, I have two days in one. He literally splits 24 hours into two days. He basically has two years in one regular person's year.
0: Because time is a perception. It's man-made. Yeah,
1: it's man, again, the whole thing, it's man-made. And I know you're like, well, if someone says they're going to meet me at 10 p.m., then it's 10 p.m. That's great. That's 10 p.m. If that's on your hour, then you do it. But it's, like, finding those times, setting it up. And there's another thing. Sorry, I keep jumping things.
0: No. Keep a on. lot
1: of people set themselves up for failure. And what I mean by this is you know that you're going to have a mental breakdown after 12 consecutive me- meetings after another, and you still set it up. Mm-hmm. You have no one to be mad at but yourself.
0: But what is the intention behind the failure? You said the intention is the mental breakdown.
1: Yeah, it's like you know, you've already set in your mind, like, oh my god, this schedule, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna crack at the end of the day, I'm gonna have to go crack a bottle of wine, whatever, it doesn't matter. You've already (laughs) set that in your mind, like, you've already told yourself, like, this is gonna be a horrible day. We've had meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting and one single day and you know at the end of the day i felt freaking amazing Mm -hmm. that's because when we have busy days we make sure to tell each other this is going to be a great day There's so much opportunity. There's so much Mm -hmm. amazing things that are happening today. There's so many people we can help today. Whether that's a client, whether that's a pre-client, whether that's just a quick coffee with someone, whether that's getting to know someone, hanging out with someone with great intentions, great energy, going to networking events, going to conferences, going to committees. It doesn't matter. Volunteering, going to ribbon cuttings. It doesn't matter because our intentions are set. Mm -hmm. It's so, so if you want to change how you feel at the end of the day put an intention at the beginning of the day if your day is going to be busy why are you going through that busy day if it's for your kids hey think about oh my gosh you know what this is going to be such a productive day at the end of this day i would have done all of these things and all of these things are going to be done and my kids are going to have a better life and and we're going to have an amazing time and i'm going to get to spend more time with them i get to get them that vacation they always wanted i'm going to get them their christmas presents i'm going to you hear that pump that excitement you get you're mm-hmm. pumping yourself up everybody wants a coach and that's great but let me tell you something the biggest purpose of a coach is to teach you accountability
0: mm-hmm.
1: when we coach our clients the biggest thing is showing them we can be your accountability partners but we're also going to show you to be your own it's creating that habit slowly at a time reconstructing those habits yeah. so that you can be your own accountability partner. Of course, everybody needs a push sometimes. Everybody does. But you can slowly build them. You can teach an old dog new tricks. That is one of I hate. No, no, I don't no. hate things. I really don't hate people. I don't hate anything, but there are very there's a small list that I have that I hate, and one of them is that that trick. You can't teach an old dog, new tricks. I hate that quote. Mm-hmm. I can even tell you literally, I had a 12-year-old dog. I taught how to army crawl. I taught him how to do, <laughs> like, stand around and dance. Aww. Like, he, he, He's passed on now. And I love that dog to death. But he was 12 years old, and I was teaching him puppy tricks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Even it's humans.
0: That, sorry, no, no, sorry, second go. No,
1: no, no. I, like, I was just saying, like, whether that quote is meant for dogs or humans, it is not true age when it comes to redoing your habits revitalizing your happiness re-intentioning your life you can do it it is possible and a lot of them a lot of people will be like well you guys are young no no wonder like you guys can do it well i promise you in your first 20 years you were happy but what happened in the next 20
0: oh or they say my like if you ask them what was your most favorite moment of your life and it's probably something in college or high
1: school that happens a lot and
0: I want to talk about age because it's like you like a lot of people do look at us like in the business world of you guys are young. What do you know? You don't have any experience. I mean, you may have more experience than me in management or sales because you are older. Okay, that is true. But I don't want you like would you like to relive my past experiences? I wouldn't want to live your past experiences, but why are you enforcing your past experiences on me? you know what I mean? And it, yeah. it's it's almost that form of how do I say this? I don't know.
1: It's almost like
0: I'm trying to say it without like No, <laughs> no. no. Bizarre.
1: I always feel and this is this is the thing. Like I don't whenever some the, the nicest way people usually ask is like, How old are you guys? Like are you twelve? Like their yeah. their <laughs> their nicest way of saying it is like through other people. Like they'll mm. be like Oh, um, so do people usually ask, like, how old you are? Or, like, do they ever bring up your age? And we're like, yeah. I mean, you just did silently. <laughs> you no, know, it was like, no. well, I didn't
0: mean to ignore you because of your age. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't. so you're was to ignore us because our age. Or but, it's like, well, you may want to do this because someone may think twice about your age. And I'm like, okay, no one did, but I think you are.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I there's multiple things that it's constant i always tell people i'm like there's a couple things if our age bothers you that's okay but you can either come have a coffee with us talk with us understand how we have been doing this for a long time and we're committed to this and this is what we love just like what you love you've been doing for whatever years and that's fine or you know, if you don't want to associate with us, I'm okay with that. Like, I still wish you well-being. Like, I think people expect us to be, like, reactive. Hatred, yeah. Hatred, and yeah. I'm just like, no. Like, you know, if you te- need time to trust a certain person, that that's okay with that's me. Like, I, yeah. I'm not going to judge anyone on that.
0: And it's like, I make jokes about our age, too. It's like, yeah. I remember on one of our presentations um everyone's like yeah you guys look young i'm like yeah i've been growing this mustache all my life (laughs) and there's like nothing there (laughs) and i was like well i'm mexican i have
1: more than him (laughs) but it's like i think the age thing has been always a big thing but it hasn't necessarily bothered us and when it came to actual clients it's never bothered them so it's kind of like we've accepted like certain people will take more time to trust you and Mm -hmm. that's okay and there will be certain people that will trust you immediately and that's okay
0: There was one person we were on call with and they're just like, you guys are so young. I don't think you knew anything, but you like, this is insane. Like I never knew you guys like would actually have this kind of knowledge and information. I'm just like, well, there you go. You had your first uh, judgment towards us of being young and not knowing anything. Your intention behind us was to ignore us, put us on the side maybe say, hey, but in reality, you didn't trust us because our age and okay, understandable, But it was just that first judgment thing, and then they talked to us, and it's like, you said something like, uh, people go to, like, four years in college to study the first two years of, like, English. Oh, yeah, so I said, (laughs) uh, people
1: go to college for four years, but if you think about it, the first two years, you're still taking, like, the high school stuff, math, science, Mm -hmm. reading. So, on average, most people only really take two years of their study curriculum, and if anything, four. That's still good, because they're doing a six-year but if we're on going on to our fourth year of just mindset and okay of course like they haven't yet pulled mindset into a curriculum in mm. colleges but hey
0: we took our certifications and training and yeah. that's like equated to whatever you did
1: which is again and i never want to make it seem like colleges
0: age- co- oh, never oh. One,
1: sorry. <laughs> no i mean colleges if you like college go ahead mm. i don't care but what I'm saying is, like, age just doesn't bother us, but for whoever's listening, like, don't let anybody discourage you, and don't judge a book by its cover. No
0: matter if you're old or young.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I've even heard people that, like, they come to us, and they're like, yeah, people, they look at me different because I'm older. I'm like, that's funny, because people look at us different because we're younger. But what I also wanted to say, what was the thing I wanted to say? It was, oh, this is a really good one for anybody who's a young entrepreneur, a young person in their career, whether you're a news reporter, you're in college, you're in stocks, you're in, I don't know, a car dealership, whatever it is, I want you to remember one thing, barbering, it doesn't matter. Every single person in their industry wishes, praise, and would probably trade their soul if they could start at your age. Mm -hmm. Because they know they can multiply their success. Mm. So don't you ever regret it. I don't. Like, seriously. You know how many people are like, oh, imagine you guys in two to seven years. Imagine you guys in ten years. Like, you guys are going to be blowing up and this and this. And I'm like, that's great. But I know you're talking through me. Mm. I know you're talking about, I wish, I mean, like, I, I have 20 years in this industry. But I'm still catching up to nowadays We help people all the time with their social media, with their internet, with their phones. And it's like, it's just because when you start younger, you quickly start to accept that things move and they grow with you, right? Like generations, their minds change as generations go through. We've seen Mm. such a big change and even just from 2020 to 2023, tell me that mind hasn't changed or even technology apps social medias um it's just everything like style oh 70 style. styles coming back i, love the I know i've seen players everywhere i'm seeing like early 2000s clothes like it doesn't matter like things constantly are changing and growing and the younger you get into an industry you love you realize that you can make this habit of keeping up you know what i
0: noticed yeah. before you go on is that when the age thing came to us, we learned to embrace it. Mm. Because how many older business men and women actually came to us for technology?
1: Oh, yeah. A lot of, like, every
0: single one of them, like, you guys are young. You know how to do this, right? And it's, like, it, it's the, the age thing. It's just you got to embrace who you are and what you yeah. do. Yeah,
1: And, like I said, the age thing, when it comes to networking or business, it it doesn't bother me. I'll, I'll sit there and explain, like, look. I know you think I'm 12, but I swear I'm in my 20s. I'm 12. It's okay. (laughs) All right. Again, the intention behind me talking to somebody Mm -hmm. is never like, hey, like I'm older than I am. Like, look at me. Mm -hmm. I used to be like that because,
0: dude, I swear I was like 15 or 16 and they give me a kid's menu still. I'd be (laughs) like, I'd be so mad at the waiter. I'm like, are you serious? Do I look like I'm 12? Yeah.
1: (laughs) But, you know, it's like, like, I forgot. I always tell. It's like. Things like age, ADHD, um, ADD, autism—things uh, that people don't regularly, what? <laughs> Regularly see as as like a stepping stone. I see as like so, like a god-given gift. You mm. know, like oh my god, my breath. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, we just but had sinigang, like, some Filipino soup. It's
1: like those types of things. It's like it. it All you have to do is find a way to make it yours. Mm -hmm. It is already something you have, like overthinking, anxiety even. Like there are ways to positively.
0: To apply it in a positive manner. Yeah, to
1: apply it in a positive manner. For example, my anxiety. I've been able to create habits off of my anxiety. If I feel a certain way, I know, okay, it's time for me to implement new things. And those new things always create better habits, right? It was like, what did I say? It was like, when I feel anxious, I listen to that one song. Because of that, now I'm like, okay, now I have, I found something that will help me not just push through my anxiety. It'll help me push through moments where I'm discouraged, through moments where Mm -hmm. I just don't know how much further I can go, through moments I have doubt, through any of that. Like, I was able to find something very important through something I never knew was going to be important in my life. Uh, for example, like <laughs> growing up being like super Mexican, my mom's like ADHD, <laughs> not a thing. Three counselors told you that I have it, not Doesn't a thing, exist. does not exist. You just better focus in school. That's cool. I I don't care to put that label on myself. I don't care. But do I have trouble sometimes focusing and like sitting down and not making a million noises while doing mm. my work? Yeah.
0: Today we did like i don't even know like 12 hours of just productivity and just we're, we're working yeah. and it's silent and i'm just like meh. Meh, meh, meh.
1: i'm like are you okay <laughs> and, and but again that's just like my version like sometimes yeah. i just get these bursts of energy and i just have to and do scream something. in the car as it's loud like, as you
0: can and pierce my ears and i almost wreck
1: yeah <laughs> there are just moments though it's like i just have to get as much energy as i can out but i realized i was like how can i turn this into a positive thing? whether that just means i just have this crazy uncontrollable amount of energy burst that i have to figure out to do something productive with put it into something Mm. i love as soon as as i start feeling like something is going i'm like i gotta do something if i'm doing something that i'm not interested in but i know i have to do i honestly i switch it to something i do want to do that's also Mm -hmm. productive because if i can finish this big at a big thing like even though it's not on my priority list, I know it'll be out of the way because I my mind is just like this. And I'm still being productive. As long as I'm still being productive, once that like energy's burnt down, I'm like, okay, I can focus on this now. Right? Like I now know I've put in this habit like you're doing something productive, productive, productive. It's no longer I like it, I like it, I like it I like it, I like it. It's <laughs> I like it, I like it, I like it, productive, productive, productive and I can take that and funnel it into continuing being productive. That's just not my things.
0: Well That was (laughs) everything on intention. Well, not literally everything, but...
1: That was pretty awesome. I love talking about intention. That was
0: probably my favorite episode right here.
1: Yeah, we went everywhere. But everything somehow had to deal with intention. Whether it deals with how to use your age in a good way. Or how to use your downfalls that you feel are downfalls into a great intention. Or finding ways to cope with things with good intentions or be productive with good intentions or set your day reset your life even with intentions goals with intentions power of intention
0: before we we set off i just wanted to say one more thing is how vital and important is to communicate with yourself because i remember i told you this and i know it's going to start like a little more time and discussion but it's just the habit i started as communicating talking to myself a lot of people are like they think that it's weird or they find it scary to talk themselves but i embrace that because when i think about hey i don't feel like wearing brown shoes today for example i ask myself why well maybe brown doesn't match okay so i communicated to myself that i didn't feel like wearing brown shoes and because it didn't match with my style today and once you start communicating with your inner world with yourself you can much more easily and more positively communicate to the outside world, your family, your business partners, Mm -hmm. your team, everywhere. And that's where the intention comes up. But for action steps, I want you listening to this, set at least three intentions your next morning of your day. Set three more intentions of how you want the day to look and feel you think about that
1: Your yeah idea. that's a really good goal i feel like whether it's like just again another intention or like out of what's the word like influence that it's interesting but it's, it's been proven often just the satisfaction through three six and nine actually can push you a little harder to do things like it's weird like Keeping things in those consecutive like numbers, like goal wise, it, it isn't as overwhelming. I think it's mm-hmm. just because our mind likes connection and three, six and nine. It's just there's so many ways to like connect three, six and nine that Power it's like numbers, our minds yeah. are just like, Yeah, I like it. So, so
0: Yeah, set those three intentions of your next morning and continue to make these good positive habits and continue your mental fucking toughness.
1: Yeah. You guys are you guys are awesome.